the couple that pray together stay together, stay together. and the couple that work out together work out forever. Mm. It's a us thing, not a me thing. Ain't no I and team. You're a great person. You're just not my person. The couple that pray together stay together. Stay together. And the couple that work out together work out forever. Mm. It's a us thing, not a me thing. Ain't no I and team. You're a great person. You're just not my person. The couple that pray together stay together. Stay together. And the couple that work out together work out forever. Mm. It's a us thing, not a me thing. Ain't no I and team. You're a great person. You're just not my person. Wow, that was Kevin Gates. I had to let that roll three times. Kevin Gates, he said the couple that prays together stays together. Tonight's topic, is that a true statement? True or false? What are the pros and cons of praying? Can your spirit be in a disingenuous place when you're praying, which may encumber or inhibit the prayer in and of itself what is the right way to pray not only for your partner but for yourself do you often feel that sometimes the prayers you pray for one another if you actually pray for one another either on your own or collectively are unheard what is the power of joint prayer in relationship. Agree or disagree? I, I want to know what you think. Do you pray for your partner? Are your prayers sincere? Ooh, we have you ever turned your partner down when asked, could you pray for me or let's pray right now? It's very interesting stuff tonight. True or false, the couple that prays together stays together. A deeper look at the act of praying together as a means of staying together. Agree or disagree? Clinical research demonstrates that couples experience a great number of marital and relational benefits when they regularly pray together. How often do you and your significant other pray for each other and together with each other? See, I believe that being a work in progress, you know, you're bringing a lot of potential uh, negativity into the relationship. Because remember, conflict, right, uh, is is part of the human or of the rela- the human relational landscape. There's always going to be conflict. You hear people say it all the time. Uh, uh, it's not relationship or it's not conflict resolution. It's conflict management because there's always going to be a certain level of conflict in relationships. So I believe wherever there is relational conflict, there should also be prayer because you're going to hurt your partner. You, you see it everywhere. Rumi talks about it. Uh, all the great metaphysicians and philosophers and spiritualists talk about how the person who is the closest to you has the greatest potentiality to hurt you. Um, and again, that is the nature of being flawed. That is the nature of being a work in progress. So I believe wherever there is humanity, there must be prayer. And I want to know, I really want to know how often do you pray? Do you even believe in prayer? Right? Some people think prayer is begging. I want to know your thoughts. What is the power of praying together 
as as a couple? What is that power? Can you cultivate power? What does it mean? What kind of power comes from prayer? True or false, praying together helps you show and receive trust that strengthens the bonds of intimacy and, and reduces behavior that damages trust, such as infidelity. Do you believe that prayer can stop infidelity? I, re- I really want to know what y'all think, right? What does God say about praying together? When two or more are gathered, 1-800-9-20-15-8, I want to know. I really want to know your thoughts on tonight's topic. I, I really must know. Praying together helps you show and receive trust that strengthens bonds in particular, the bonds of intimacy and reduces behavior that damages trust, such as infidelity. Do you agree or disagree with that? Agree. Praying together allows couples to connect on a deeper spiritual level, fostering a sense of unity and shared purpose. That 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 is true. But then I have cons in here as well. I mean... This is very interesting, you guys. I mean, it is, I I really want to know what you guys think about this, man. Disagree. Praying together may not be effective for all couples, as individual beliefs and preferences may vary greatly. Disagree. Praying together does not guarantee a successful, long-lasting relationship, as other factors such as communication acumen trust, and compatibility also play crucial roles. What I'm I'm saying is, is prayer a panacea for a relationship? Is it a cure-all? Can prayer cure it all? Is it a true statement through God or through prayer? I, I really just, I don't... Boy, I'm so excited about tonight's topic because I really want to know what your thoughts are on this. Disagree. Praying together does not guarantee a successful, long-lasting relationship as other, uh, I just read that, uh, as other factors such as communication, trust, and compatibility also play crucial roles. Praying together may create unrealistic expectations or pressure within the relationship leading to disappointment or resentment if those expectations are not met. Disagree. Praying together, I mean, this, are y'all listening to these questions? Okay. Praying together may inadvertently reinforce gender roles or power imbalances within the relationship, depending on specific religious or cultural context. This is, oh, y'all, I I don't know if y'all ready for tonight. True or false, the couple that prays together stays together. A deeper look at the act of praying together as a means of staying together. This, This is about to get deep. It's about to get deep. I really want to know your thoughts. Do you agree with this statement? Praying together can reduce, uh, can provide couples with a sense of comfort and reassurance during challenging times, strengthening their bond and resilience. I tend to believe that. Praying together 
can promote forgiveness and empathy, allowing couples to heal from past hurts and move forward with a renewed sense of love and understanding. I don't fully agree with that. Because we could pray together all day. If you hold on to the resentment, you hold on to the resentment. Is your, ooh, Lord, is your free will more powerful than the prayer? What do you mean, Zoe? Free will. You have the free will to be unforgiving. You have the free will to be resentful. You have the free will to either stop or continue ruminating on a past infraction that your partner may have committed, whether you're praying all day in America or not. I want you guys to call in and share. I really want to know your thoughts. I'm really trying to understand A, if you guys are praying for each other. B, if those prayers are actually working. C, if you feel like those prayers are not working. D, are you praying correctly? I've heard people say you can pray incorrectly. What what is the incorrect way to pray? I really want to know. Praying together as a couple has long been touted. As a means to strengthen relationships and foster spiritual connections. However, it is essential to critically examine the potential benefits and drawbacks of this process. Are there drawbacks in the process of praying with your partner? (sighs) On tonight's show. Lord have mercy on tonight's show. We will present a balanced analysis of this topic, exploring both the advantages and so-called disadvantages of couples praying together. When I come forward, phone lines from all over the country. We want to have a national discussion if there are preachers, if there are prayer warriors out there. Please call in and testify so that we may all be edified. Please get ready for tonight's fire. All right, baby, you want to go ahead and start this thing off? That usually means start talking. If you pray together, stay together. We've heard that many times, hundreds of times. It's the truth, you guys. It is. Husband and wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, serious couples out there, don't be ashamed to get out on your knees and pray together. Don't be ashamed to, before you go to bed, pray together. Don't be ashamed that even if you're not together praying for each other, you know what I'm saying? Because that is so crucial. It is so crucial. It is very crucial to pray with each other, for each other, and together all the time as much as possible. I say at least end your day praying together. If you can, start your day praying together. If you can't, start it Start it separately. But the thing is, we try to end our night with praying together. And of course, trying not to go to bed angry. With God's help, it, we have managed to not go to bed angry for a long time. It's been a while since we've been to bed angry. Yeah, a yeah. long time. It takes a lot of... It takes a lot of... 
ladies and gentlemen, KBLA is on fire during the holidays. The voice of reason is never going to put the fire out. You already know what it is. I've got topics to make you go. Hmm. Very important topic tonight, true or false. The couple that prays together stays together on the VOR. And don't be put off by some of the uh, my playlists, my gospel playlists. I got some gospel. I got some other stuff on here as well. I, I Listen, to me, all forms of prayer matter. Whether you are uh, an Indian from India, you know, a Kush from the, the, from the Indus Valley, and you have a puja room, or if you make salat, you're a Muslim. You make. I hate when people say Muslim. That ain't. That's not how you say it. Oh, that's one of the Muslims. No, that's no. I don't know what a Muslim is. What is that? A cow that converted to Islam? That's a Muslim. No, no, Muslim. What about Muslim? Some people say Muslim. Yeah. Right. That that's a mispronunciation as well. That's because they don't speak Arabic. It's Muslim, not Muslim, or Muslim. That's a Muslim. No, Muslim. Now the new translation. This is not an ancient translation of that word Muslim. Uh, and the reason why I say it's not an ancient translation because you have to remember early Islam or early Arabic from the Ashuric languages. Uh, again, didn't have any vowels, right? So when you start adding vowels, you start changing, uh, you know, interpretations, you know. And you've heard that saying, things get lost in interpretation. Uh, But the word Muslim today means one who submits to the will of Allah. That's how they translate it. But if you break it down, mu, right, mu, mu, uh, salama, Muslim, Musalim, right? That is uh, one who is of peace. That's why you hear Jesus when he walks into, the, uh, whenever he walks into the room, blessed are the peacemakers or peace be unto you. And then he'll say, blessed are the peacemakers or you've heard him say that in the, or you've read it in the Bible many times. Muslim, one who is of peace, uh, like I said, it's been mistranslated or retranslated as uh, one who submits to the will of Allah. But if you're a Muslim and you make salat, please do. Uh, if you are Hebrew and you pray, please, I, whatever it is, however you pray, I, I, your prayers are acknowledged and accepted here. I believe in all forms of prayer. I do not alienate any type, so don't feel some kind of way because my playlist got a little gospel and I'm from Chattanooga. Boy was raised in the church, so you go, I got a little church in me. Is that okay? Oh, tonight is about to be very interesting. Prayer or praying together can serve as a source of inspiration and motivation. Reminding couples of the love and purpose that brought them together in the first place. Praying together can create a sacred space where couples can reconnect with their shared values and aspirations. It can serve as a reminder of the love and commitment that initially brought them together, fostering a sense of unity and purpose. Right? 
This shared spiritual practice can inspire couples to support and motivate each other in their personal growth and the relationship's development. But let me say this. As toxic as most of us are, shouldn't we pray more if prayer is that powerful? Do you think the lack of prayer is the reason why many relationships never recover? Should you have more prayer than sex? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know who I'm offending tonight. Should you pray more than you have sex? If prayer is the direct connect to God's ear, should you be praying more than having sex? I'm interested to know your thoughts. I, I want to know what you think. The Voice of Reason is on fire tonight. Let's get these callers in here right now. Sean, Oakland, California, you're the first and been on the longest. Let's talk. So I've learned love's not a possession. Oh. And I've learned that love won't wait. <laughs> now I've learned that love needs expression. But I learned too late. So now she's out of my life. And now she's out of my life. Okay. All right. So, so I think that the partnership has everything to do with it. You know, if you're going to pray, pray. I'm, all, I'm not religious. I've read the Old Testament, the New Testament, parts of the Quran. So I'm not an expert, but I, but I did read all of them. It was a college thingy. But my thing is, if, you, if that's something that makes your relationship strong, please pray together. I pray, and I'm not religious. I believe God is the universe. Like, you know, it's, it, there are things we're still learning about, but we are a part of something really big and really cool and very important. But you have that free will, like you mentioned, right? You have it. You know, I just say don't make it like a possession. Like, oh, if you're not this godly, you can't be my partner. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not all the way exactly the way I see it, uh, religiously, then we can't be together because you might miss out on the best person ever. I think you have to be flexible and, and reading the word, and I call it the word, you know, cause I read the Bible, I've read the Bible and I like lots of it, you know, but a lot of people cherry pick it to discriminate. That's mm. where I have a problem. But if you're using it to be positive, and to in, uh, make your relationship stronger, you know, and doing it together at your own choice and the way you want to do it, I think it's beautiful. I think that is a beautiful thing because relationships, as you know, this is what this show is about, Zoda. I'm telling you, it is not easy in relationships. There's no easy relationship. It is a what? A whip. A work in progress, people. You've got to keep working as hard as you can if you really want to continue to be with that person. And I'll tell you what, a lot of us lose, and I've lost, and, you know, done, you know, a lot of things have, and I've had things hit me in the face, hit me in everywhere, and yet 
I had to make a decision. Do I want to keep this going? Is it worth it? Wait, hold tight, right? Sean. Hold tight, because yeah. you, you get on a roll and you going downhill, but I we did. getting right to the – listen, when we come forward, we going to go back to Oakland to get Sean's final thought on this. There's such power in prayer. You know, God could change your situation right away. Absolutely. He definitely can do that. But I would say most of the time when you pray with and for each other, he softens your heart towards each other. And you're surrendering your situation to the Lord. And you want to make sure you do that because God wants to help us through it. We're not in this alone. We don't need to feel hopeless. We have so much hope in the Lord. Couples that pray together, stay together. In fact, I saw a stat recently that couples that pray with and for each other every single day have one of the lowest divorce rates of any demographic. And so that's something that any couple can do. Even if you've never done it in the past, start today and say, listen, this might feel uncomfortable for us, but let's, let's start doing this. Let's take a couple minutes and just hold hands and and pray out loud. Say, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for my spouse. Guide our steps. And you'll be amazed at what happens when you invite God into the center of your marriage. Man, y'all better listen. I don't care what religion you are. Prayer changes things. Could positive affirmations also be seen as prayer? Right? Your partner wakes up. You know, I remember somebody really close to me once said, uh, activate love daily, right, as a form of prayer. Let me get Sean in here. Sean, finish your final thought, man. Let's get that (laughs) final thought. Well, regarding prayer, what I would say is, you know, do that together. And I'm not religious. But I think it's important if that really helps your relationship be strong. But I'll tell you, as what you just said is super important, which is to start every day positive, hit every day positive in the middle, and finish every day at the end positive. Mm. Because that motivates people. People don't understand that when you do the opposite, What you're doing is the opposite of motivation. When you motivate someone, they'll do things that are positive. And then it really helps. And I have no perfect world, but I'll tell you what. Go ahead and pray together because I believe in that, uh, even if I'm not religious. But also, you have the opportunity to start every day and in the middle of the day and the end of the day to be positive and give something positive to keep everyone going in your family and friends and everybody. I love it, brother. Guess what you just did? I brought Oakland into the building, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Oaktown is in the house. If you want to bring your city in the building, get in here, get in here, get in here. You already know who's next. Nikki from the SIP. Oh, Lord, Nikki from the SIP about to come take us somewhere. Talk to me, Nikki. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, we come before you, all of us listening, all of us watching the chat, saying thank you. Thank you for sending Brother Zo. Thank you for allowing him to create this wonderful platform to teach us all. Mm. Lord, let our hearts be open. Mm-hmm. Let our minds be receptive. Mm-hmm. And we will never be the same in Jesus' name. Mm-mm. Amen. Amen. Hey. Holy Spirit, brother Zoe, this is a great topic. Thank uh, you. I'll go quick. Mm-hmm. Prayer is a conversation in how we communicate with God. Uh, some would define it as a solemn request for help or uh, expression of thanks 
mm-hmm. to God or a uh, mechanism for worshiping him. With that being said, let us keep in mind that, yes, you can pray incorrectly in the sense that prayer, if it's a conversation, that means it's an exchange. So it doesn't all go in one direction. Mm-hmm. You got to pause for the amen. Mm-hmm. But you also need to make sure that when you are praying this conversation, mm-hmm. that it's not about what your will is, mm-hmm. but it's about what his or her, whatever deity you recognize is for you. Mm -hmm. Now, relative to couples and praying Mm -hmm. together, Mm -hmm. uh, let's remember that it can be risky in the sense that you can, you're going to be spiritually naked with your partner. In prayer. You might be. Correct. We right. might be comfortable with being physically naked, but spiritually naked is different because if we're on different planes or levels in how we approach our religious background, mm-hmm. then sometimes praying together will expose a place where one or the other may be more comfortable. Hmm. Interesting. And if that should be the case, continuing to meet each other in that place, because when you're praying, it's in earnest, I hope. Right. And and even if it isn't to start with, the more you do it, the better at it you will become. Hmm. Because it will force you to get out of you and into your deity. Hmm. So should you... Should you pray with passion and emotion yep. and feeling? Because yep. yep. if you don't pray that way, are the prayers yep. less potent? What are you, I, I'm trying to understand. No, I, no, they're not less potent. I wouldn't say that. First of all, all prayers are hurt. But sometimes we fail to pray with an expectation beyond getting an answer. Now, Sometimes, respectfully, my prayers with the Lord are curt. <laughs> curt. Well, yes. You, well, you mean, you're not using profanity, are you, Nikki? No, but I am being short. You're like, listen because, here, God, stop playing. Right. Open it Come up, on, man. But let's <laughs> see, now I have developed my relationship with him, so he understands that the person of me. Mm. So he knows that I am not approaching him from a disrespectful place. Mm-hmm. But the person of me, the human part of me, can be frustrated, temperamental, mm. angry, mad. <laughs> right, right. And and like his child, he understands, right. oh, you coming from this place. I'll listen. It's okay, baby. Exactly. <laughs> right. right. That's what he would say. He, right. he, he already knows. I'm there hot today. Yeah. Because I, you know, when you develop your prayer life, praying over verses of scripture or whichever book you recognize, okay, it makes your heart open to the revelation of what you're praying about. Mm. Again, it's a it's an exchange which can't happen if you're not open. Mm. 
Now, if you're doing that together and you're, you're both matriculating toward the deity you all recognize, mm-hmm. okay, now you're talking about a whole different level of power, blessing, and manifestation that comes because you're doing it together. If you're married, you're getting some extra because we know he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of God. Right, right, right. So now you're talking about two people being in a sacrament, whichever deity you work with, it's a sacrament, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're being obedient to that and with that deity together. That means your house is being put in order. Mm-hmm. And some more blessing comes, more manifestation comes. And the last one I got is you asked, should you sometimes not have sex because you should be praying more? Yes. Mm. Because in the abstinence, now you got, you should be agreeing to the abstinence. People won't like that, but it's true. But in the, in that place, when you're praying together and abstaining, the revelation from God that you get while you're abstaining, you'll make love better. Ooh, we take a break so we can get broke off a little later on. Come on I, I, I understand. Come yes. On. <laughs> he created it so it was supposed to be fun, not just for procreation. I'm Ooh, just saying. Okay. So when you can get in there, right? then he can give you some revelations about how to do it correctly with your partner. Mm. And when I say correctly, I don't mean inherently methods, but there may be some places in your partner you don't reach in the act that the Lord will reveal to you. Uh, uh, uh. Get your mind and spirit clear so you can tap in when you tapping in. I I, I understand, yes. See, see, now you're talking about, okay. Okay. Come on, See, Nikki. <laughs> that that's the beauty of the prayer. Even if it's chanting, mm. the monks chant. I promise you, if you ever get in an environment where the monks are chanting, come on. Oh, it's a, it's some spirit showing up. I want the wife, please. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because remember now, when we're when we're talking about Christ in that place where we are honoring him because we're being obedient. That's some more grace and some more mercy mm. and some more blessing. Mm. And then once you start the day with him as a husband and wife, and then you end the day with him as a husband and wife, there is not a way that the principles of the blessings of the Bible will not show up. And they work for the saint and the sinner because he is not a respecter of person. Oh, my goodness. Nikki, do, Nikki, can you call back in the second hour? Do you know what you just did, Nikki? <laughs> you told me to call every night. I brought the sip in the building. She brought the sip in the building. Nikki, call back in the second hour and give us, uh, you know how, they have church in the morning real early, and then they have an evening service. Can we get an evening call like the, it, later in the second hour? Can you call back? Lord have mercy. She's on fire. Tonight's topic is belligerently good. True or false, the couple that prays together stays together. We're exploring prayer and its impact on relationship. When I come forward, 
more from the VOR. Hey, what if you guys have an argument and then y'all start praying like this to clear the energy instead of sage? Y'all turn it up for Mary Mary. Y'all pray with this passion to clear the room. Come on. My playlist is my co-host. The voice of reason is on complete fire tonight. Come on, y'all. Come on. Tonight's topic. True or false, the couple that prays together stays together. So many couple prey on each other. They prey on each other's wounds. They prey on each other's mistakes. They prey on each other's humanity, their flaws. They, and I mean P-R-E-Y. They prey. They, they prey date on each other. You know, uh, I'm going to go after you because I, I thought you were something else. But now that you've proven yourself to be this monster over here, I'm going to keep attacking you. I'm going to label you evil. I'm going to label you a monster. I'm going to label you inadequate. So many of us are preying on each other as a opposed to praying for each other. Can you imagine if praying for each other was a type of our was a type of intimacy builder? Is praying for each other a powerful love language? 1-800-920-1580. We got Jay from Los Angeles. Get in here. Brother Zoe, Brother Zoe, talk to me, man. It's Jay from Los Angeles, a.k.a. Shadow the King in the chat. How are you this evening, brother? Man, I'm in here cooking with olive oil and uh, and and, uh, <laughs> and garlic and the shallots. Yes, the pot is bubbling, brother. Talk to me, man. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Hey, you know what, brother? This is extremely poignant, but um, I'll go a step further, and I'll say um, it depends on the person also that you are praying with. Because when you're at war, spiritual war, it's important who you're in the foxhole with. Mm -hmm. And um, I say all that to say this. Uh, I credit my ex-wife with getting me back to the church. Uh, we were singing in the choir. We were feeding the homeless. Mm -hmm. We were uh, heading a youth ministry. I mean, we were in the church. She actually mm -hmm. brought me back. Uh, she was an extremely God-fearing woman. I mean, it was either... Chris Brown or gospel playing in the house. You know, and nine times out of ten, it was gospel. Mm. It, uh, it was one of the things that actually drew me to her, you know, by the way. Mm. And um, throughout all of that, I mean, she portrayed herself to be an extremely spiritual woman, raised in the church since she was a kid. I mean, you know, she was, you were talking about the, the, the daytime and evening services. That was her growing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even throughout all of that, there was still infidelity on her part in our union. So, so let me stop you real quick, because that's a great point. See, beliefs, religion, I'm a respecter of all religion, because I believe mm -hmm. religion is a template. You remember, I, you remember back in, in, in when we were little kids in kindergarten, uh, our kindergarten teacher would say things like stay within the lines when we're coloring. Right. I believe yes. that all religions are a template that tries to describe the indescribable. Right. Mm. Our Indian brothers. Right. 
will say, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Indians from India, they will say God is ineffable. The word ineffable mm-hmm. means wordless, speechless. We can't put him into words. It's not a him. It, he, it's ineffable. Mm-hmm. It's beyond language, right? So mm-hmm. I believe religions in and of themselves, the word, the framing of it is a template and an attempt to try to describe that which can't be described. So I say all of that to say, when you are learning that template, it is not for play play. It's serious. Mm -hmm. Now listen to me now. When you recognize that your person is not serious about God, they can't be serious about you. Speak on that, brother. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's so poignant. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can play like they serious, but you'll see it in their works. Do you and, oh, see, and it, it, it's crazy that you hit on that point. Wait, wait, stay with me. Bible. Stay with me, Jay, because oh, I, I want you to say that. When we come forward, we going back to Jay in Los Angeles. Have you ever heard the statement that says a couple that prays together stays together? Mm. A couple that prays together stays Stays together. together. You know, in 2019, a study shows that only 11% of couples actually pray together on a daily basis. And we're not just talking about blessing the food and, you know, kind of just passive kind of prayer or whenever there's a big problem, you run into prayer and everything. No, we're talking about actually actively praying together on a daily basis. In 1997, a study was done, a poll was had, and it showed that the divorce rate, right, amongst couples who pray together was one out of over 1,000 couples. The divorce rate among couples who pray Pray together together. was one out of every 1,000, over 1,000 couples. You know, and that shows us that there's a secret Mm -hmm. in praying together and so that is what we're going to be discussing today blessings and love it is always a great thing wait a minute he got to produce that report i need one out of one thousand the cup uh, okay andy your thought real quick you know um what prayer sounds like to me as somebody i was raised in a church too but you know i kind of you can say i backslid and all that Mm-hmm. But um, that's my mama word. Don't be backslide. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I, I'm with you. Go ahead. I just look at this as being intentional. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like God to me is just that representation of your uh, ideal place or your ideal way of wanting to live your life. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why those statistics are there, and this this is not too uh, uh, diminish God's power. Well, it's impossible at all, right? But I atheists, just, you're welcome to come in too. Go fair ahead. Fair enough. Maybe. Fair enough. But I guess just I guess the way to break it down in layman terms is just you know being intentional. You know what I'm saying? We come together, and because when you're praying together, what are you praying about? Like you know, what, what are you guys discussing? What are you guys? You know, you have to be intentional about what it is. But that see, you, you cooking right now. See there, there you go. If you're in a relationship with another human being, you're in a relationship with problems. Fair enough. So most of them prayers should be about 
problem solving 100% and healing from the problems we cause each other 100% okay man <laughs> thank you Andy let me here's a prayer we are resilient we believe in each other we have mutual respect for each other when we hurt each other, we are open to rebuilding trust. Y you want to hear some prayers? <laughs> huh? We love ourselves individually and we love ourselves collectively. Y'all want some prayers? Write them down. Zomations. Zo Every day together with each other is a gift from the divine. <laughs> we are good right now, but we have the potential and the capacity to be better tomorrow. Y'all, are y'all listening? These are prayers. If we are to remain open to each other, we must remain open to ourselves. Y'all want some prayers? What if a couple wakes up every morning on this? Huh? Y'all want to do it or no? We have challenges, but we remain confident that we will overcome them. Come, can, can we start it off in the morning together like this? Andy, uh, uh, Andy is inspired. Go ahead. Andy. <laughs> Definitely inspired. But I also want to uh, I want to talk about a little bit of what uh, Miss Nikki from the SIP had to say. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kind of alluded to like there's a right way and a wrong way of prayer. Yes. Part of me wants to push back on that. And I want to push back on that only because as somebody who was, you know, raised in the church, I used to have I used to have issues or concerns about how do I pray? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't pray like the way the, the, the preacher uh, is, is praying. Mm -hmm. But some elders at the time, they told me just have a conversation. Yeah. As simple as that. Mm -hmm. What you just provided just now, zomations like. That's prayer right there too. Right. I don't I don't I don't believe that there's a wrong way to pray. So let me give you a little insight. So from a metaphysical standpoint, and Jay from Los Angeles, I'm coming right to you right now. Everybody on the line, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. But let me give you a little context. From a metaphysical perspective, uh the metaphysician or the spiritualist might say, God or universe, whatever you want to call it, only answers with yes. So if you are coming to God in fear or in lack or in doubt or with a scarcity mindset, the answer from God is yes. Right? That's how a lot of the spiritualists say it. And they'll say, you have to come with an abundant heart and ask what you want. And then again, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, will answer Yes. So God's going to give you what you want. 
See, some I always tell people, you get what you want. Don't get it twisted. God finds a way you get what you want. But sometimes God gives you things that you want to teach you that you really didn't want those things. You see? So, again, you're going to get what you're asking for. But you have to be careful of how you ask. It can't come from begging because that energy says, I don't have. So God is going to amplify the chase energy as opposed to I am what I'm asking for. I need it to manifest right now. So the right, quote unquote, right quote unquote wrong is more the intention like you said behind it the, yes. the the spirit right if like you said if i'm coming to god with doubt doubt is going to return so to speak right this is what the law of attractionists say okay like don't write your business plan fearful Understood. because now you're writing fear into the business plan understood which is a chink in the armor of the business plan you see don't come to God in fear. Why would you go to God in fear? There's no need to fear your father, right? Source. I, I, I'm just, y'all don't have to agree with none of this. <laughs> you wake up with your wife and your, your girlfriend, you say, today we are successful regardless of the challenges. Right? You understand? We are capable of overcoming anything. We are the manifestation of healing. Our past does not define our now. Ooh, ooh. Somebody meme it. Our past does not define our now. The mistakes and the hurt we have brought to one another does not contaminate and cannot contaminate the full potential of our union. It can cause a setback and we can strengthen it by ruminating on it or we can learn from it and get and become better because of it. I know people ain't ready for this. Today, this morning, baby, you and I will embrace the best parts of us. Listen to me. Today, you and I will spend time with our wounded inner child. Listen, these are affirmations, man. Jay, get back in here, man, and finish your thought. Brother Zo, you cooking. You cooking, brother. <laughs> I'm trying. But see, the thing is, it, it, it leads credence to what I was saying earlier. Um, it says in the Bible, faith without works is dead. If there is no power behind your prayer, if there is no strength or belief behind what you're praying in, then you might as well be ordering a pizza because you're basically using your word and there's nothing behind it to actually bring forth the manifestation of what you're actually praying for. That's why I say as far as like being in a couple and praying with another person, that person not only has to be of like mind, but like moral and spirit. Mm -hmm. They have to have the same type of mentality you have or a similar mentality to where you both can pray together and accomplish what it is that you're aiming for. So let me say this, Jay. And I, I, I agree and disagree with that point. And I'll tell you why. Speak on the brother. 
because sometimes we trying to vet out somebody's spirit and we haven't vetted out our own. And it's hard for mm. us to ascertain the spiritual development of another. It's hard for us to ascertain the spiritual development of ourselves. So when you yeah. say we got to be in the same moral compass, uh, listen, the only way to be on the same page with another human being is to agree on ideas. Yeah. Do you see? You got that idea? You believe in that idea? Yeah, I believe in that idea. But that doesn't mean we're aligned. See, alignment is a spiritual thing where sometimes there is a wordless or an ineffable knowing that you guys are locked. Mm. See, let me just, uh, boy, I don't want to get too. <sighs> no, go there, brother. I it, mean, listen, you know, we, 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 we have a discussion. I got let, to do it now. I, I got to do it. Me and a loved one. We argue like cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. But even in the harshest arguments, the love is there, baby. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right yeah, there. Yeah. The love is there. And, and, and if there's any stronger adhesive than love, point it out. So that yeah, be the thing that it. that be the thing that draws us back to even just to have a phone conversation. Do you see what I'm saying? So, again, yeah. most people can agree ideologically. But when you align on some love, on some spirit, you know it. There's there's you can't even put it into words. You just know, like, man, there's a bond here that no matter what we go through, even if we fall apart and go our separate ways, we're still connected. Do you understand? That is the fuel you tap into to build your affirmation to build your prayer and then to rebuild your relationship brother jay you know what you just did man i brought la into the building we in here we los in angeles is in the building if you want to bring your city in the building all you gotta do is call me at 1-800-920-1580 the protocol let's get it we got to pray just to make it today Ladies and gentlemen, the VOR live from KBLA Talk 1580. We turned up tonight. MC Hammer was the coldest gangster hip-hop has ever seen. Don't ever hate on hip-hop or MC Hammer. Don't ever hate on MC Hammer. I don't want to hear it. In the 90s, I produced all of the music for MC Hammer's cartoon, Hammer Man. And even did some voices. On the Hammer Man cartoon. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate you for doing that. Because Hammer Man was my cartoon as a kid. Do you understand? Salute, my brother. All them beats, man. Do you guys remember the DJ from uh, the group Sugar Ray? So Sugar Ray is a rock group. But they had a black DJ. The DJ is DJ Homicide. He from Pasadena. So... I called DJ Homicide when another DJ that I had hired to do the gig, you know, fell through. I said, Homicide, you want to make $500? He was like, yeah. <laughs> DJ Homicide came down. I said, bring your break beats. And we went to this production place in uh, off of Lancashire in North Hollywood somewhere, working with these white guys. And they were putting the keyboards on top of it. And we was looping up all the beats. Grab that break beat. Use 
that, use this, use that. And they would play keyboards over it. And even Stan the Guitar Man, that is famous from NWA production, came in and laid some guitar on top. Your boy Zoe Williams, man, I've been doing this for a long time. Hammer Man, them beats is mines. <laughs> anyway, we turned up tonight. Tonight's topic is great, true or false. The couple that prays together stays together. Great topic. We got a lot of callers on. Who's been on the longest? Atala from Houston, Texas. Get in here. Uncle Zoe. Yes. How are you? I'm hanging. How, how, how are you enjoying the topic? What are your thoughts? Oh, man. I have so many thoughts. Um, let me start with this. Um, I want to say thank you to Nikki. All right. The prayers of the righteous avail as much. And that that is just so powerful and true. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I want to say, Uncle Zoe, I don't know your situation. I don't know what you're going through. But I just want to say that your life and your life light is a testament to all of us watching. So even in whatever pain, whatever it is you're going through, Hallelujah. like we're learning from you. So, and I know that that's not a comfortable position to be in, but I'm pretty sure you're going to look back on this and be like, man, like I, it makes so much sense now. So I just want to say that. Oh no, we're going to be good. I ain't even tripping now. But what are your thoughts on the topic? <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Uncle Zoe. You know, I got love for you, but um, yes. okay. So on the topic, um, I think that your prayer life is a direct reflection of your self-love journey mm. because the I've noticed with myself, like the more that I've had to come into understanding and accountability of how I've shown up, the more grace that I'm willing to give to um, partners, right? Family, friends, whomever. And so I think when it comes to prayer in general, you know, it's best that that starts before the relationship even begins mm-hmm. because, Anytime you're cultivating a soul connection, you're going to have an adversary that is trying to destroy the thing that is for your highest good. So, and even if that adversary is you. Sorry? Would you say that sometimes we have a sex connection before we have a soul connection? Talk to me. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. We got to be careful with these, with these bonds, man. We got to be careful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even think people really consider a spiritual connection because again it starts with self if you're spiritually connected with self you're not going to want to bind yourself to just anybody you know there's going to be kind of a pause there and so you know you're praying for that guidance and Mm -hmm. and leading you to the right individual Mm. Um, i love it i love it i love it you know what you just did right you know i brought houston in the building houston texas is in the building where is your city don't you want your city to join this national discussion if you don't i do the number to dial is 1-800-920-1580 get to your phone lines get ready get ready get ready get ready let's have this talk reggie austin texas get in here what's up man how Um, are you brother i'm good bro I, i really think that uh Getting together is one thing. Staying together is another thing. Mm-hmm. And um, if our prayers are for our will, that's one thing. If the prayers are for God's will, our highest will, then that's another thing. So you may get together because God will give you the desire of your heart. But if you aren't meant to be together, um, then you can't, you can't will what is not meant to be. Mm. And 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 you can't fool yourself into thinking that you can. Um, that's just the truth. Uh, 
far as God is concerned or, or prayer is concerned, you can you can look at God differently. Like both of y'all can look at God as being something different. Do you look at God as being some strict parent? Do you look at God as being um, a, a, a friend that walks with you? Uh, and, and if you look at God as being a strict parent, are you looking at God as being your parent? So are you, you know what I'm saying? So is your image of God a reflection of the parent that you had? Mm. And you got to ask yourself some questions like, are you really being honest with yourself and seeing this lens clearly? Or are you clouding it with your own stuff? Mm, most of us are clouding it with our own stuff. You know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, and you know that. I mean, I think I think that, you know, stillness gets you to a point where you can say, okay, this is not God. This is me. And let me get out of my way. Absolutely. Um, really quickly, man, uh, yeah. Ghetto Gourmet just reminded me, we got to do this. Rest in peace, Bishop Pearson. Right. Bishop Pearson. Absolutely. Listen, if it wasn't for Bishop Pearson, we wouldn't know T.D. Jakes. Let's just be honest. Hmm. T.D. Jakes got his start on Bishop Pearson's show. Let's just remember that. OK, mm -hmm. it's a lot of people that got they start with Bishop Pearson. So rest in peace, good brother, as uh, 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 Ghetto Gourmet just told us. Job well done, Bishop Pearson. Yep. If it wasn't for you, a lot of brothers would not have had that opportunity to spread the word and get out there and mm -hmm. speak on God. So just you might not agree with his philosophy or his ideology. That don't matter. He gave you an opportunity. And if you say my right. opportunity came from God, then God used him as an instrument for your opportunity. Show respect. That's all. There it is. Now, Reggie, mm -hmm. you're going to have to lead us in prayer as you get off the phone. Oh, man. All right, let's go. Let's go. Hit us up, Red. All right. Gracious God, we thank you just for your presence in this world and in this on this line. It's by your presence that we're able to, to stand and be ourselves and not be ashamed of who we are. We thank you, God, for all that you do with us and for us and even in spite of us. Mm. For our will doesn't stop your will. Mm. We ask that we become more kind than nice because niceness will give us what we desire, but kindness will give us what we need. And so we thank you for giving us exactly what we need in ways that we can't understand right now. Mm -hmm. Bless us in our coming and in our going that we might be better leaving than we came. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, Reggie! <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> really, man. <laughs> Reggie, man, you know what you just did. <laughs> Brought Austin in the building. Austin, <laughs> Texas is in the building. You want to bring your city in the building? All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Listen, I want to grab Truemonger right now. But we cutting it, True. So, so True, this is what we'll do. Just hang tight. I'm going to grab you and I'm staying on point on the other side. But let me say, let me share something with you. Right? Let me, let me share something with you. I, I want you guys to hear something. And, and, and it, it's, it's going to be tough 
But people have this negative view of religion, and they should. A lot of people have died over religion. <laughs> Can we just be honest? A lot of people died over religion. But let me tell you, there's something about connecting with God. There's something about connecting with God. Don't worry about the dogma. Don't worry about the principles or the, uh, or, or the theology of it. Don't worry about that. But there's something about discovering the divine within you and being able to have a relationship with it and cultivate a conversation with that divine spark. When we come forward, the voice of reason shall continue to cook. Praying together as a couple establishes your humanness. That you're saying to the Creator that we're your creatures and we're dependent upon you. There's a certain sense of human humility going on there when you pray together as a couple. Secondly, there's an indication of dependency. That you want to wrap God into this mix. That you want to braid Him in. And by praying together, inviting Him into your relationship, it's a beautiful thing. So, so prayer is healthy for that reason as well. Prayer is also critical in a couple because what happens is you can lay down your concerns and frustrations. You can pray about the issues between you and you can pray about the issues you're facing as a couple that are, that are outside your own sphere of heart and soul space. But, but, but there the, are the things around you, the circumstances that are pressing in on you and, and you can pull together in unity as you pray together. And, and, and prayer does a wonderful thing of bringing a real connection soul to soul as husband and wife pray together. And... Uh, yeah, there's some ways to get started. Whoa, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Tonight's topic, man, has, you know, it's, it's, it's nuanced. It's rich. Let's go even deeper. Are you guys familiar with the author of the book, Autobiography of a Yogi? The book was written by one of the first recognized gurus uh, from the Far East, right, that to come to America and be recognized by Congress. They knew he was coming. And he has a very interesting story. He comes from a lineage of gurus that goes back to one particular guru by the name of Babaji. Now, Babaji is classified as a certain type of avatar. The word avatar in the Sanskrit uh, language means the descent of the divine down into a body, right? The, uh, in other words, divinity, God, incarnates in a body. That is an avatar. Now, many people are used to avatar in the social media sense. What's your avatar? You know, you put up a picture, you know, that kind of thing. But the word avatar is actually a Sanskrit term, and it means the descent of the divine into a body. Now, uh, this concept is prevalent in many religions. Uh, Jesus is the same example of the descent of the divine down into a body. Uh, you know, uh, in Islam, it's illa mutajasada. Jasada is the word for body. Jesid, illa muta jesid, uh, illa, Allah incarnated in a body. Now, most Muslims won't agree with that, but that's what how you say it, right? This uh, Paramahansa Yogananda was his name. His book, Autobiography of a Yogi, was the only book on Steve Jobs' 
iTunes, right? That was the only book he had on his iTunes. It's a very powerful book. I suggest everybody read it. He was a very powerful yogi, and he established an ashram here in Southern California in Mount Washington, uh, you know, Glendale, Eagle Rock area. And just a very powerful being, man. And look up his death. When they say he died, they said it took his body 21 days to decompose over here at Forest Lawn. I want to read some of, I want to read a prayer. This is how he prayed. He said, awaken my heart. Awaken my soul. Ignite my darkness. Tear the veil, the veil of silence and fill my temple with thy glory. Heavenly Father, charge my body with thy vitality. Charge my mind with thy spiritual power. Charge my soul with thy joy. Thine immortality, O Father, thine unlimited and all-healing power is in me. Now, I don't care what your religion is. You can't tell me that's not a powerful prayer. You can't tell me that that's not a powerful prayer. And if a couple is waking up to each other every morning, speaking that kind of power into each other, imagine the quality of the relationship. See, it's easy to get into a relationship and be on autopilot. We like each other. We vibe with each other. We're going to spend time with each other. We're going to go out with each other. We're going to have sex with each other. We're going to laugh with each other. We're going to start arguing. We're going to break down. But what have you done to build it up? Can you imagine saying those kind of words to each other? I'm going to tell you, damn what you've been through, you're going to be able to get through talking to each other like that. Somebody meme it. Damn what you've been through. You're going to be able to get through talking to each other like that. Do you understand? Wayne Dyer says it this way. If prayer is you talking to God, then intuition is God talking to you. Somebody meme it. That's Wayne Dyer. I don't know if y'all ready for this kind of work. Are y'all ready for this work? Somebody talk to me. Are y'all ready for this work? You have to recognize that God isn't something outside of you. A cosmic bellboy to whom you pray in order to get this or that. If you do the right things. Those kinds of understandings are all ego talk. Everybody, you, me, Osama bin Laden, Adolf Hitler, we all come from the same source. Then, listen to what he says now, then we took on these egos and began to practice all kinds of things based in not having reverence for life, whereas that which is God has reverence for all life. All, listen, all excuses are nothing more than misalignments with God. See, I don't, I don't know if you guys are, are, are really ready to have these kind of conversations in your relationship. See, religion is not just something you practice. Religion is something you become. 
The belief system is something you become. It's not just, oh, I got to do this so I can ensure that I don't go to hell. No, 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 no. You got to become salvation. You got to become redemption. You got to become love. You got to become understanding. You have to become compassion. Many people have not become these things, and this is why their relationships have a shelf life the same as tomatoes. <laughs> Relationship go bad like produce. <laughs> I know people don't want to hear it put that way. But how much of this are you putting into each other? First, yourself, then your partner. And is it being reciprocal? To me, that is a relationship. A relationship with God is the same as a relationship with your wife. The same as a relationship with your husband. The same as a relationship with yourself. You're not in relationship with your woman if you can't see God in her. You're not in a relationship with your man if you can't see God in him. I didn't forget my callers, True Monger. I see you. I'm coming right to you, brother. True Monger, get on the line, man. <laughs> True Monger, be cut, man. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, man? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? <laughs> I'm good, man. I think prayer is necessary regardless of what your religion is, if you even claim one. Um, whether you're single or in a relationship, you're always in a relationship with yourself mm-hmm. and God, whoever you consider to be, to be God. You're always in a relationship. So praying is very important. Mm-hmm. Um I converse with God all day. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I mean, all day. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think people get get it mixed up. They think they have to perform a certain way or have to pray a certain way. It's just it should come from the heart. Mm-hmm. It may not always sound politically correct, but you're speaking true to self, mm. and whatever you consider God is going to understand that. Now, whether they, whether you get the answers you want is going to be a different story because you may not be ready for what you get. Mm. Mm. But you pray for the strength to handle whatever comes your way. Because it's going to be adversity no matter what you do, mm-hmm. no matter what religion you claim or how you conduct yourself. There's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if, you were to, if you're with a partner, it's best to communicate those issues and be prepared to put in some work. Pray about it, talk about it, discuss it, come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. All that goes, all that ties into it. Ties into it. True, it's not a performance cooking. with me. Yes, keep going. True, keep going. It, it's, just, it's not a performance for for me. Mm-hmm. That that takes away from the from it being genuine. Mm-hmm. All the hooting and hollering and whatnot. Now, if that's actually genuine, cool. But I think a lot of people just be putting on the act, trying to get you to act a certain way because mm-hmm. they're too busy being judgmental if you don't do it the way they want you to do it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of figured that out a long time ago because it was on my spirit never to bind myself to a religion. Mm-hmm. Learn from all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like with anything else, apply apply what's going to be useful for you and just call it the rest. I love it. 
That's my approach. I love it. I love it. Brother, guess what you just did? Just brought Dallas in the building. Dallas, Texas is in the building, man. I appreciate that, man. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, I'm going to Long Beach when we come back. But let me just say this real quick. Earlier I said, if you can't see God in your wife, you're not in a relationship with her. And if she can't see God in you as her husband or a boyfriend or a man or whatever, then you're not in a relationship. Being able to see God in your partner is also the ability to be able to overcome the humanity that encases the... Okay, when we come forward, the voice of reason is going to the LBC. Ladies and gentlemen, the VOR up, 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 and away we up in here. This was a great topic, man. We explored a lot. And nobody's an expert or an aficionado on any of this. You can't be an expert. I'm going to tell you right now, you can't be an expert on God. Ooh, I know y'all ain't ready to hear it. Let me get my final caller in here. I'm staying on point. Long Beach, LBC. Get in here. What are your thoughts? Alafia family. Alafia. And to you, though, I say I pray for peace, clarity, and soul restoration for you. Ashe. 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 Be quick in the chat. Uh, I just simply stated that I... I need, it's a necessity for me to have a partner that is able to pray for me when I am unable to pray for myself. Mm. When I am in the state of being human, I need someone to be able to recognize that and pray me back to position. Mm. Not just look at me as if, hey, you're an alien. What's wrong with you now? Mm. I need somebody to be able to go in, (laughs) tap into that frequency and bring me home back. Wow. Listen, pray me up out of it. Because right now, I can't do it for me. Pray me up out of it. That's love to me. Sometimes we get caught sitting and watching our partner go through it. And not only do we sit and watch, we might sit, watch, judge, categorize, and then have something to to blame them about. You understand what I'm saying? As opposed to saying, you know what? I'm connected to God. Let me, let me, let me intercess, right? I'm an intercessor. Yes. Or let me stand yes. in the gap. If he's struggling yes. or if she's struggling, let me stand in the gap. Listen, if, okay. your, if your woman don't stand in the gap for you, in advocacy of you at the feet of God. Is that your woman? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm staying on point, broad LBC in the building. I want to share a few things. Engaging in joint prayer can create a sacred space for couples to share their innermost thoughts and feelings forging a spiritual connection that can transcend the everyday challenges of life. This shared purpose strengthens the foundation of their relationship. Listen to me now. I'm not talking just about dogma or theology. Can you write a prayer for your relationship that is authored by your hand? 
That's what I'm, do you understand? Research suggests that couples who pray together experience higher levels of marital satisfaction and commitment. Let's just say relational satisfaction, right? Clinical studies confirm this, right? They confirm or clinical studies affirm the positive correlation between joint prayer and marital satisfaction. The act of prayer becomes a shared experience that reinforces commitment and contributes to a more fulfilling relationship. If your partner don't want to pray with you, they might have commitment issues. If they don't want to pray with you, for you, and the relationship, or if they just want to pray for you on their own, but not with you for the betterment of the relationship, they might have commitment issues. And they might need prayer for that. The act of prayer inherently value or uh, I can't even get it out. I'm going to stop. Pray for your partners, people. We start the conversations. You end the conversations, okay? We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. This is my final show of the week. Up next is my good friend, you know, Miss Monroe. RSVP with Jill Monroe. The fire shall continue. You guys continue this conversation in your lives. I'll see you next week with four more heaters.